Digging for gold in my neighborhood Where all the old buildings stood They keep digging it down and down So that the cars can live underground They're swinging on a wrecking ball Through these laughing plaster walls Just letting all the shadows free The ones I wish still followed me Well, hello and welcome to another episode of the Pumping Irony Podcast, a podcast where three friends, all living in Columbia, Maryland, get together and talk about things we like and dislike. I'm Tim. I'm Russ. And I'm Mike. Yes, Andrew can't be with us today. He is uh, planning something or another. Um, and so we asked Mike, who's been, uh, this is your third, I believe, third yes, appearance on the podcast. Yeah. Do you actually live in Columbia, Maryland? He does not. Uh, I, I, I think have a van that I... Oh, all right. <laughs> down by the river. Then that's fine. He lives in a van down by the river. Um, well, he lives in Howard County, so, you know. All right. Just a, just a, a stone's yeah. throw away it's from Columbia. It's much safer to stay in the van. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we, we talk about things we, we like, and then we take a short break, and then we talk, go around and talk about things we dislike. Um, real quick, just a little news and notes, uh, Star Wars Solo, the Solo of Star Wars story com- is, I guess, available now on digital platforms, but mm-hmm. September 25th comes out on Blu-ray. I have pre-ordered my copy, so I don't know if anyone's, is, if you're, if you're a digital movie lover out there, go out and buy Solo. I've only actually seen the movie once, so I can't wait to buy it and, and watch it again. That's once more than I've seen it, so yeah, I'm so. looking forward to actually watching it. Yeah, yeah. It was good. I liked it. I enjoyed yeah. it. Um, I just... Never had a chance to see it again in the theater. Are they making a sequel? I don't know because because it you know all of the um, a new hope. <laughs> all of the backlash from the Last Jedi yeah. and all that stuff. I don't know if it's calmed down now that you know with now that they're starting to film Episode Nine and all that. Um, I don't know if any of that's calmed down, but but Solo did much uh, poorer than they expected yeah. because of the fan backlash <laughs> and the fanboy you know outcry for the Last mm-hmm. Jedi that they ban you know. They boycotted Solo, uh, which it wasn't a bad movie. It was a fun movie, and, you know, it didn't do anything overall to the canon. You know, I mean, there were some goofy elements into it that I didn't like, but overall I, I enjoyed it. I just only saw it once. Um, speaking of Episode nine, so, you know, J.J. Abrams is back on as director and mm-hmm. writer, and uh, they've announced a lot of cast members, so Dominic Monaghan... Um, from Lost, who was J.J. Abrams and Lost, and now um, and from the Lord of Rings, he's added to the movie. And Richard E. Grant is in it, and Carrie Russell is going to be another J.J. Abrams favorite. Mm-hmm. Going back to Felicity and cool. Mission Impossible Three, so there's a couple of cast updates uh, for Episode Nine. It, it is re- uh, it is um, filming now in London. Cool. Are they going to make it into a Cloverfield movie? I don't know. <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> oh my gosh. I don't think they're going to do that again after the, the whatever that we talked about that movie. It was so bad. Cloverfield Paradox? Yeah, it was so bad. So, uh, yeah, they, they totally almost ruined the Cloverfield thing for that. Um, but, you know, so we're into uh, the fall season coming up. So fall TV shows and fall movies and the end of the year. So I don't know if any of you guys are excited about anything that's coming out. I'm going to talk about a, a, a summer TV show, am I, am I okay. like a little foreshadowing, but I don't know if there's anything coming in the fall that anyone's looking forward to, either movie-wise or TV-wise. Well, I'm, I right now I temper my excitement, because I was so excited for The Meg, which um, came out, and, and I, I enjoyed it, uh, but yeah. it was... Disappoint. We talked about that in the last podcast. Mm-hmm. It was one of these disappointments. Sorry, I have not listened to the last podcast. Oh, man. Well, go run out and <laughs> listen to it. Stop this for listening to this and go listen to the other one. All right, see ya. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, so as Russ listens to the other podcast, uh, I, I just, the, for me, it was like all the, the build-up for it was so good. They did such a great job building up the Meg, and then I was like disappointed. So at this point, I'm just... I'm still on my... Also, I'm on my low for Movie Pass right now. Oh. I mentioned yeah. you also probably talked about Movie Pass a bit. We talked about... We did... I don't know if you talked about that offline oh, or online, but yeah, Movie Pass is, is pretty much save, dead. You know what? I'm going to save, save that. Save that? Okay. Save <laughs> no, that. save that. <laughs> All right. For something um, else. All right. Well, let's just get into it. I guess, I mean, the fall... I can't even remember what movies are coming out um, that I'm excited about, but I, uh, uh, TV shows. I like TV shows. Um, I like comedy, so... Uh, there's another one called like Single Parents that has like Taryn Killam from Silent Live. Who's who's I think it's on one of the Wednesday night ABC shows. So I'll give that a pass yeah. and you know or just watch it and see what's going on. Mm-hmm. And 
there's another like a show called FBI that I kind of like some of those you know mm-hmm. crime dramas and we'll see. I didn't like Quantico that much. That was the one about CIA. I thought that was like mm-hmm. it was like told in reverse kind of thing and it was like yeah. jumping around the timeline. I just I didn't like any of the characters that well, so I didn't. I kind of gave up on that after a few episodes. Oh, I'm what's like, there's there's a show coming out on I think it's on NBC about like. People on an airplane and oh manifest manifest it yeah. looks very like lost and right. There was a show last year called The Crossing that was kind of like that, one of these mystery shows, but they like got canceled. Like oh yeah, they and got I, I I didn't even finish watching. I'm like oh they got canceled. I'm like eh. and yeah, it was like boy. really slow and I don't know. Well, manifest like Carla says. So do you do you think that looks interesting? I'm like well the premise looks interesting like as a movie maybe, but. Really? I have this feeling like it's gonna it's gonna drag on and they'll they'll start doing like all these twists and turns and and I'll lose interest in it after the first season if if I watch it at all you know and I think a lot of networks are still looking for the next loss right you know right. that it was so successful thing, I so. loved that show but it was I didn't like how it ended uh, I loved how it ended so but wait, that's another <laughs> <laughs> I like I like the last shot of it I thought they rushed the story I don't know we we it was it was. It, I mean, I I think the last season was kind of hit and miss and stuff like that. Well, I only say that because my my mother, I watched it with my parents. My mother called it from the beginning. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. Of the I, whole show. And I guess I just was bitter that she was just. That she was right. Like, this is probably <laughs> like some sort of purgatory after. Like, shut up, mom. <laughs> They wouldn't do that. They wouldn't do that. Look at all the crop. <laughs> what is all the flashbacks then? What is that about, Mom? <laughs> all right, well, let's get into it. Well, we're going to start with our likes, uh, and, and we're going to start this round. We're going to go to start with Russ. All right, so I like when, I mean, this is kind of a double like, I guess. I like when I find a movie, like, at the library that, mm-hmm. you know, not actually looking for it, and then it's like, oh, I remember that that sounded kind of interesting when it first came out, and I totally forgot about it, so... That happened last Saturday because it was a very rainy day, so Carl and I just went to the library and got like eight movies, and one of them I found, which is which is my like, was a movie from 2016 called Anthropoid. I have to make sure that, that yes, with anthrop- a question mark. Was Anthropoid. Anthropoid? <laughs> no, because I was like, I wanted to call it Android, and I was like, no, it's not Android. It's called Anthropoid. Okay, is it sci-fi? It sounds no, sci-fi. No, it's World War Two. Oh, okay. It's based on. It's a historical movie. It was Operation Anthropoid. Oh, okay. Which was. In in Prague, Czechoslovakia, I can talk. Um, Heinrich, no, Heydrich, Reinhard Heydrich was the third in command Reinhard of Germany. Hydra, got it. <laughs> yeah, Hydra. Yeah, Hydra. <laughs> okay. um, he was the third in command in Germany, and he was sent to put down the Czech resistance okay. in Czechoslovakia. So, Operation Anthropoid was to check expats in London get parachuted in to assassinate him. Oh. So it stars um, Killian Murphy. Okay. The famous. And oh, yeah, great, great Irish actor. And Jamie Dornan, who is um, in the Fifty Shades movie, which I've never yeah. seen. I don't ever want to see. But he's actually really good in this. So, But they, this is a total historic do- drama. They um, filmed it where it actually happened. Okay. Because lots of Prague is just exactly the same. Like, there's a church where um, this all comes to a bad end, but uh, the church is still there, so they made a one-to-one model of the church and did the set. Mm. You know, the set it looked exactly like it. I was watching the, you know, the making of that, that way they could knock down the tower without interrupting parishioners. <laughs> right, right. I um, mean, there was a huge gun battle in the church, which, of course, they couldn't actually do in the actual I church. I wonder if they... But, so, have they done all the repairs from World War II into the church? No, I was looking up that too. There's lots of bullet holes okay. still in in the in the walls and stuff. Um, so the this kind of spoilerish. This movie is very from this 1940. Right. What time did it take place? 1943. True, true story. True story, right. So, so right now you're everybody history. dies. I mean, it's okay. it's bad. Oh, no. It's like, oh, so they, they assassinate this guy, um, who, who, by the way, have you ever seen the movie um, Conspiracy? Which is mm, the, it's the final solution meeting. It's oh, the meeting oh, for the okay. final solution. Oh. And um, uh, blanking on name... Uh, Shakespearean actor Kenneth Branagh plays oh, this God, guy. He's so good. Okay. So he plays this guy, and it's just a bureau- bureaucratic meeting, and 
where they're just discussing evil. You know, that's conspi- yeah, conspiracy. It's conspiracy. So that's another fantastic <laughs> film. Okay. So go back and see that. But anyway, that character, that general, is the guy who went to Prague, and they they assassinate him. So okay. the assassination doesn't go as planned. Uh-huh. He dies from his wounds like a week later. Okay. And these guys and a bunch of other Czech paratroopers who were doing other missions all end up in this church, and it goes badly, and they all they all perish. And then 3,000 Czechs are killed oh, by the Germans as, as reprisal. It goes real bad. It goes then. real bad. So yeah. it's a downer of a movie, but it's like the heroic stuff that, you know, you got to resist evil. Mm-hmm. So it's really gripping and and um, it's bloody and mm-hmm. everything. Afterwards, you watch Dunkirk to feel better. Right, to feel better. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a movie I would not watch with my wife. You know, she doesn't like these kind of movies at all, but I just found it fascinating, and the acting is first rate, the directing and photography, and it takes place, you know, exactly where it happened, and you feel like you're there, so it's, yeah. it's very cool, but... Um, Speaking so. of uh, non-historic World War Two movies, yes, um, I saw the preview uh, for Overlord, have you seen the preview for that? It's from J.J. Abrams. Um, it takes place like it almost. I think it looks, I haven't read it about it, but I think it like takes place during like D-Day. But have you ever played the game Wolfenstein 3D? Yeah. With all these experiments in these like this German right. Like, yeah. It's kind of like that. It's like that. Like supernatural. These Germans <laughs> are doing supernatural, and these like these allied oh, American. I did see this American? Oh, yeah. I have not seen forces. <laughs> it looks really good, but it's like it's definitely like I feel like I was playing Wolfenstein, like real life Wolfenstein 3D, which was a great you know great video game when so it came out. So <laughs> it's like supernatural elements. It's from J.J. Abrams. Right. So um, it looked it looked very. It looks really good. So My it's like yeah, they, all these like supernatural experiments done by the Germans. And these okay. these uh, allied uh, troops coming across, and then there's like those French people in there and all that. So it looks, I don't know, this looks really good. I, I have high hopes for it. So cool. <laughs> so there you go. That's another. That's non-historical. That's a non-historical. Or is point. it? Yeah. Or is it? So Russ is like, is Dirty Dozen? Wait, <laughs> uh, Anthropoid. Anthropoid. <laughs> Not yeah, op- I know it's a weird name. But yeah. Wonder what, was the why operation. they picked that name for the operation. I don't know. Picked out of a hat. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, <guess>. <laughs> I don't know if it was like. You know, there's like different legs to the thing, or different like stages yeah, I, to the to the operation. Or they don't really go into that, but okay. uh, but but it's you know it's 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 a heist drama. Okay. You know, I'm kind of you know because they got to plan the mission and all this stuff. And oh, so they do the, they do your classic oceans cut. Yeah, where yeah. you just see the death scene of every guy. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Sure. <laughs> but uh, you know, there's there are two female. I guess love interests, but they're they're part of the Czech resistance, and okay. you know, so it's it's all. So all the characters are playing Czechs, right? And so there's so they they decided to do it in a Czech accent. Okay, um, you know they're they're speaking English in a Czech accent. Um, so lots of the actors are actually Czech, okay. but they're speaking English, so they did that just to kind of make it all work. And all the Germans speak German. So oh, it's, so it's all subtitled then? It's all subtitled. Okay. Sean Connery came to yeah. show off his excellent <laughs> Czech accent. <laughs> he did not. <laughs> okay. But Killian Murphy is very good in it, so. Okay. It's, it's just... So he's the guy from like um, from like Inception and uh, Batman. He was like the he was scarecrow, the scarecrow in Batman. Batman. Oh, yeah, he was, okay. he was in Inception. He was I like the Twenty Eight Days Later. He did not know that guy's character. name. Right, yeah. that's Killian oh, Murphy. Yeah. Yeah. which is a great actor. He was what's that movie on the plane? Um, Red Eye or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen that movie? Ooh, gosh, good one. That's yeah, a good movie. Good he's great in that yeah. movie also. Yeah. So he's good. So yeah, he's a good, a great actor. Very compelling villain. Um, yeah, right. but he's a hero in this one. Hero in this Also, speaking up, he was in Dunkirk too. He oh, was he again, was. Yeah. kind of a villainy or sleazy. Not so, sleazy, but just he had what, suffering from PTSD, right? Right, right. They do, they do give you a sympathetic, but he's just like, yeah, he's yeah, right. And, right. Yeah. Anyway, but also speaking of World War Two and Dunkirk, we also watched uh, the Darkest Hour. Yes, with excellent uh, movie. Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman is Oscar, Oscar-winning performance. Churchill, so good. <laughs> now, are you going to watch this? Uh, oh gosh, what is this one called? It's the guy. In, it, it's the they have to grab this guy and take him to the the trials. But, but oh, that's oh, not, oh, that's not right now. Yeah, um, um, finale something. Yes, um, Operation, Operation finale. finale. Operation finale. That's yeah, right. I'm interested that's, in seeing that. That takes place way past World War Two, though. Yeah. That's in the '60s, right, but still right? a true story. Is a that, true story. Is that yeah. Ben Kingsley is that Ben Kingsley, ben Kingsley is, is, um, is uh, 
uh, what's his name? What's his name? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. what's his name? So good. It's that other German, evil German guy. Right. <laughs> who, who was the author of the Final Solution? Right. That's right. that's that. Um, and then and then they they found him in Argentina, and Oscar Isaac plays like this Jewish yeah. Mossad agent, I guess. Yeah. Mossad, to kidnap him and bring bring back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. It looks really good. It's it not does. right now in theaters. If you if you want to see it, but I was going to see that, but then I was like. Uh, do I want to see that? That's where I think of a downer movie. So I went right. and saw, a, 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 uh, you know, just a. I went and saw Black Klansman the other week instead. I knew that that has some comedic. I mean, it's a heavy movie, but there's like comedic elements. There was no comedic. I don't think I've read any reviews. No comedic elements in Operation Finale. Right. Anthropoid is just a lighthearted romp. So. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> oh, so if you want to see Operation that goes really bad with comedy, so watch um, the <clears throat> the. Um, uh, Inglorious Bastards. Right. Watch the original, too. <laughs> Have you seen that? No. Goodness, we got we. This is back when Netflix actually sent you DVDs. Okay. Uh, and we got Inglorious Bastards, which mm-hmm. is what we wanted to watch. Uh, but they sent us the original the nineteen seventy seven. I don't remember the year. It's they sent us this. It's a great film. Boy, is it just out there. Really? <laughs> oh man, it's weird. <laughs> okay. Um. So I think that didn't um wasn't it misspelled in the in the um what's the director's names um Quentin Tarantino Quentin Tarantino wasn't bastards like misspelled yeah and it's yeah. misspelled in oh it is in, in, the, the, in, the, in the original one the, yeah, the, the same movie. title oh yeah. same title so there was no way of knowing no. okay it was just but two different movies totally not they are the same. Like the, the plot's the same. Oh, okay. Or the plot's whatever. the same. I oh, mean, okay. the, the characters are different, but the plot's the same. But no, it's not. Okay. It's not Quentin Tarantino, right? So it's a, it's much more supposed to be, I guess, a comedy. Okay. Question mark. Um, <laughs> uh, but which yeah. could be said of a Quentin Tarantino movie too. Right. Oh, the I guess. <laughs> question mark. Right. 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 Yeah. No, that's a good point. Um, yes. And I liked so. Inglorious Bastards by Quentin Tarantino mm-hmm. has a different ending, okay, uh, different goal. Whereas the goal at Inglorious Bastards, the '70s movie, is uh, it's a train explosion at the end. Okay, right? so it's, oh, okay. it's a different deal. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. I, like, I like World War II movies. Yeah, I me do too. too. It's a me good too. genre. All right, going on to Mike, what's your like? Okay, so I'm a big fan of the streaming series shows. I, okay. I like. Uh, Jack Ryan, I really like Jack Ryan. I liked Luke Cage in the first season. In the second season, I was blown away by the fact that they went in that direction, which I can't talk about. I've I, uh, never seen it. I've not seen season one. Either, <laughs> oh so. Lord, okay, well, way behind. Yeah, no worries. So my like, it's a great little show that everyone loves. Uh, uncontroversial for sure. It's called <laughs> Iron Fist. Ah. My goodness, everybody loves Iron Fist. Uh, I've only heard negative things about it. <laughs> <laughs> Iron Fist is a show that. Failed in its first season entirely. It just just utter fail. Which I watched and I was like, eh, Netflix, you get one. Uh, so <laughs> and then I went ahead and watched. I liked Luke Cage season two. They still are make the same guys are still making Iron Fist. So I was like, I'll see what they do. Did they hear us when we said we didn't want mm. uh, Danny Rand to be Iron Fist? And guess what? They heard us. Okay. And in season in like episode three, they changed the main character. Uh, no, no, Danny Rand is still there, but they uh, they give the Iron Fist to the villain, and I'm just like, cool, let's keep it that way. That's chill. <laughs> that's great. So I'm just watching the great new Iron Fist. Davos now has his fist. Spoilers. Oh, I should have said that earlier. Uh, anyway, some more spoilers because I do want right. to get into this because the last episode is what I actually like. You can Season spoil two. away, spoil away. Yep. Thank you. All right, you put a warning at the beginning. You're sure, sure. <laughs> if you've not seen Iron <laughs> Fist season two at this point, stop listening and come back in a few minutes, and then we'll be spoiler free. Davos so. does not get the Iron Fist. <laughs> <laughs> Thanos does. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's called a gauntlet. <laughs> shiny stones in it. <laughs> All right. So um, the last episode is really great because they establish Colleen Wing, his, which is this. I mean, she's been a great female lead since the beginning of the show. She's mm-hmm. the only compelling character in the first season. You're watching it. And you're like, skip the Danny Rand part. I want to see <laughs> Colleen Wing beating up hand ninjas mm. just with her with her swords and her fists. Mm-hmm. Like she's anyway. Uh, in second season, she's even more B.A., as I like mm-hmm. to say, uh, in that she, one, she's, like, trying to keep Danny, like, 
on the level. Danny is starting to be addicted to his iron fists. He really, okay. and especially since Kunlun is gone, Kunlun is a Tibetan city where he's mm. got the iron okay. fist. That's where Shao Lao, had, you know. Mm-hmm. So for those who are not unfamiliar, it's a it's from a comic book where kind of like there's been several iron fists, right? Oh, like, yeah. kind of like the Green Lantern. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It just go, it's several generations green, of, right. but this is yeah, just. Yeah, generations of defenders of Kunlun, known as the Iron Fist. These are it's the enemy of the immortal enemy of the Hand, which okay. is a group of bad guys, right? Uh, who weirdly, of course, run a syndicate in New York, right? So that's the got to get to New York. That's where you go if you want to run an evil corporation or an evil empire. Um, so. That's where I'm planning to run mine from. <laughs> yeah, I already got I the yeah. early sketches of it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, you yeah. sketched it? You wrote it down? Yeah, yeah a little, yeah, a little okay. dream journal, I'm sure. Dream map it. A little whiteboard. <laughs> so, uh, okay, so Colleen Ling now has the Iron Fist, and because she's always been, you know, a sword wielder, uh, she... Her, she holds out her sword, and her sword also glows. Oh, okay. Her fist is white, which is awesome. Uh-huh. Right? So she's like this white knight. She wears white, and she's going to just destroy. She's like the the force of light. Okay. And it glows much brighter than, than Danny's mm-hmm. does. Because so. his was or- yellow or something like that? His is like a yellow gold, mm-hmm. which is traditional, right? So, But um, then you get to this reveal that, that Colleen has, is like related to this princess this pirate princess mm. in which is in the comics too um but has this connection to direct connection to one of the only <clears throat> female iron fists okay she's a direct descendant so she was always supposed to so it was like you got this fate thing and so danny's just uh talking over and that relationship ends so we're just like we don't have to see danny in new york anymore the iron <laughs> fist in new york is calling link so that's that's a big like okay two they show, uh, this is again, spoilery, spoilery, spoilery. Go for ahead. a quick, quick uh, point of clarification. So, because uh, I don't really know this, but so when when she gets the Iron Fist, yeah. does he no longer have it then? Does, like, she so took he it does from not him? have it anymore. Okay. It's gone. It so went that's how it works. Was, and then it was stolen. And this, the spirit of Shao Lao is now in her. Okay. Except that in this reveal, months later, we're in, now we're in uh, China. Okay. We are in, He they went to Hong Kong. They went to uh, they went to Jakarta mm-hmm. and then they went to uh, where, where are they? I think they're in Bangkok by this point uh, and they are in a seedy pub and it's Ward is uh, a rich brother. It's really hard. I'm not gonna explain Ward, <laughs> but uh, he pulls out. Uh, Danny Rand pulls out. He stands up with his trench coat. Okay. And he pulls it to the side and reveals two guns on his hip. Ah. And there, it's a gunfight. And it's straight up like Western gunfight. Okay. <laughs> guy, the bad guy shoots and he pulls two guns, and both his hands glow gold. Oh. And so do the guns. Huh. And when he shoots, the bullets are golden, and they, the two bullets. They go towards each other and towards the other bullet, and they all collide in, in the middle of the air and turn into smoke. Wow. So okay. they also reveal Orson Randall, which is another Iron Fist, okay. who Danny Rand's father in the comic book. <laughs> um, but they didn't show him yet. They just that He's going to be the next villain, okay. quote-unquote villain uh-huh. in the series. Uh, I love their arc with Ward. I love the side characters in this show in the second season. I am much more interested in the characters in the second season than I was in the first. And I guess you have nowhere to go but up when you create the worst right. comic book. Well, weren't they weren't they accused of like like cultural appropriation? Like because like in the comic book, and I I think I have some and, and I think Iron that, Fist in my comic book collection somewhere. I didn't read it, you know, mm-hmm. faithfully or anything like that. But wasn't the character? Like Asian in the comic book, right? And he yes. had a cool tattoo on his chest yes. and and that. Yes. Wore it, green, was green robes, and he had but a, like, also bandana. On you his say head. appropriate. This, this, you say cultural. So then, this when is they make fake it, culture, this right, is right, not right, 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 right. 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 But like, so in the comic book, it's all the, all the Iron Fist are Asian. But they're all right? Tibetan. Tibetan. Yeah. So then, when they do the show, they, they get this white actor to play Iron Fist, and they're like, "Why is he white?" Well, but they explain that. We crashed into right. You get the big. But you still the, so like, you're so this, you're correct. This is a total fix, sort of. Yeah. Because I mean, it's not like Colleen Wing is Tibet. She's she's Chinese. She's not yeah. Tibetan. And oh, we have a there's, we have a friend. There's a doc. Uh, and we we 
do still get another iron fist. and there's so many iron fists mm-hmm. i i like that there's another now there's we have another female superhero they set it up so that in luke cage in the next in luke cage season in luke cage season three it's going to be colleen wing and misty knight okay so then you're gonna get wing and knight or nightwing oh, okay okay and then you're gonna get uh <laughs> that's they did say they did mention that in the show which i was really excited about and they get you're gonna get a uh a challenge because again spoilery luke cage is not as pure as we all thought he was uh, okay in season two but uh what a oh gosh you guys gotta watch luke cage <laughs> anyway, yeah that's my like is general the streaming shows right now are pretty hot they're good they're mm-hmm. good uh goliath i love goliath season two and season one i like jack ryan i like uh, all of the Netflix comic shows, and now even Iron Fist came back around. So oh, okay. I think I think our streaming shows are on yeah, point. Right. So and then those streaming shows, even like Daredevil, I guess. I mean, Daredevil was pretty popular, but like the other ones that they've done are, are some of these characters that are not quite as popular in the comic book lore. I mean, I don't think Iron Fist had a huge following, and right. Jessica Jones, they're and Luke not Cage, the big heroes. They're not the big heroes. They're, they're the doing small these, these smaller ones. characters. Yeah. And it's a little more gritty than, mm-hmm. than say like Agents of Shield on TV, which is a little more flashy. And, and, oh and, boy! And I think they ended Agents of Shield, unfortunately. No, I think they're coming back. They're doing another I season. I thought that season. was the season. That was the show finale. No, I don't think so. I think I think I saw that they're doing one more, at least oh, one more season. I'll watch it. Yeah. But I was happy with how it ended. But I'll watch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But that's just true. I actually Space haven't heard. Shield. I, I think that was. I think that. I think we yeah. are. In... That was. I mean, we've talked about that. I know Andrew was kind of like uh, Agents of Shield had the kind of like carte blanche to do whatever they wanted to. They can go as crazy as they want. They can go seventy years in the future, or how many years or whatever it was mm-hmm. in the future, and they uh, can do whatever they want, kind of thing, and and mess with the timeline and do all that kind of stuff because uh-huh. you know a little more free reign. But the, the, definitely the Netflix shows are a little a little more gritty, and I mean I think they've done a fantastic job with Daredevil. That's the only one I've really watched. I've watched the two episodes, they, two seasons of Daredevil. They and, sneak peek and end at the end. Oh, okay, because yeah, because Daredevil season three is coming out. Because yeah. I mean, the 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 Ben Affleck Daredevil movie was horrible. And uh, I think they've the the, the TV show is like, much better. Oh, you didn't like the Jennifer Garner Electra <laughs> no. offshoot? That was a great <laughs> film, Electra. I never saw that. Oh, you never saw that? Oh, oh it's magical. <laughs> no, but Jennifer Garner is back to kicking butt in the movie Peppermint, which is out, which I saw. Oh, right, which, yeah. was, which was I thought was a lot of fun. It was like you know if you like um, uh, John Wick, like you know mm. it's very violent and yeah, you, told like us, that. you told us you told us that like it's a little uh, we call escapism, I think a little <clears> bit you know. But mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty good. But yes, yeah, Jennifer Gardner kicking butt and yeah. again and pretty good. So there you go. All right, so that's your like, uh, Luke Cage, on uh, not Luke Cage, Iron streaming Fist. Daredevil, streaming, uh, stream. yeah, any <laughs> streaming show on Netflix, Black Lightning, yeah, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, my like is um, so we've done World War Two, we've done uh, comic books. My like is um, definitely t- based more in I guess n- new reality. Um, it's about a reality competition show that was filmed over the summer. All right, not filmed, aired over the summer. Uh, it was only six episodes long. It's called Making It. Oh. Um, uh, it was just a show where they get eight crafters together, um, and they have this reality comp- competition show where they have to like do crafts. Um, and that might not sound interesting <laughs> to some people, but it is. It's very, very interesting. Um, obviously, you know, I, I love. I love watching people create and be artistic and things like that. And, um, and they've brought together, you know, these eight different, uh, these crafters who are different mediums. One, a couple of them are woodworkers. One worked with felt. Yeah. Other one was like a couple of them were like paper crafters, you know? And, um, and it was very interesting. Like one of the contestants, her name was Amber. She was a child psychologist. Um, and it kind of got burned out of it. And now she's like, has a, craft blog that she runs and is making that into a business and so she was one of the contestants um and uh and so it was really it was really very interesting um but the i think the draw it was on nbc like i said it was only um six episodes long because they they you know had eight crafters they eliminated one a week and then the last episode there was the, the remaining three contestants so you know it was you know it was very short um and like it was on NBC, I think it was on Thursday nights uh, at 10 p.m. Um, and so you know the, the 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 contestants were very interesting. They had interesting stories and you know backgrounds and their um, 
they're not like superstars. No. They're not like a lot of them. They didn't have egos. A lot of the times they were helping each other out, you know, with with their crafts. Like, do you need any help? Do you need this? I mean, it wasn't like you see some some reality shows where they're like very cutthroat. Right. And, what's, you know, it, what's it called again? Called making, making it. it. It was originally going to be called the Handmade Project. So you're burying the lead. Though. I am burying the lead okay. because <laughs> the, the the biggest draw for this show were the two hosts. It was hosted by Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman. Huh. Um, if you ever watched Parks and Recreation, you know, that was uh, uh, Leslie Nope and um, Ron Swanson, um, two of the great characters on television. Um, and so they, they're back. Um, and Nick Offerman, in his own right, is a very talented woodworker. Yeah. They show some of his canoes that he's made. Um, like, wow. They're beautiful. <laughs> they they're beautiful. I went gorgeous. to his, his website. You can go to his website <laughs> and see some of the things um, that he's made, some of the canoes and some of the other Things that he's made, he's very talented. He's the so, most manly man, he, right? Very, very, imagine. very. He's got a, in, in, in this show, he's got a, he's got you know, this beard. great beard. Oh, yeah. it's a it's a it's a very yeah, manly beard. beard. It's it's yeah. Um, but you know, Amy Poehler's like she even says, "I'm not very creative." Um, but it's a show where you know we can all enjoy people who are creative together. And um, the 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 final prize was a hundred thousand dollars. Whoever won got a hundred thousand dollars. But they said that we're not making a big deal out of the money because. Because every show they had like this, these two different crafts. They had one called the faster craft, which was three hours long, which is not very fast if you think about. It. I watch a lot of cooking shows. Sometimes you only have twenty minutes to create a meal. Uh-huh. This one you have three hours, and that's but the, the if you're doing a craft, craft exactly, that's a exactly. Lot, that's not so, much time at all. So, so three <laughs> hours for the faster craft, and then and then they had a, a, a master craft, which mm-hmm. they had five hours to complete. Which, that. What's great about this show is you get to watch every gritty second of the craft. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just yeah. in detail, um, man. But it's amazing what these people can do, and a lot of times they had themes for the for the week. You know, like um, one was was they had to uh, do a Halloween costume. But uh, the the judges on the show are um, uh, one uh, one guy's name is uh, Simon Doonan. He's famous for he's Barney's like Barney's in New York. All the window That's displays. The window displays, yeah. Um, I mean, he's he's renowned for that. And then the other, he's um, quite uh, flamboyant. He's yeah, he wears amazing outfits. <laughs> exactly. But if you've seen his, they show some of his right. stuff that he's done. He's all know, about the glitter and, and... You don't want a boring, you know... No, no, absolutely. If a guy's going to make a no. window display, you don't want some and, boring character. He's, want, he's fun to watch. He's so. very fun to watch. And then the other um, uh, judge is Dana Johnson, who's uh, like a trend expert for Etsy. Which is all about crafts. Which this sounds like the dumbest job title in the world. I'm a trend expert for Etsy. <laughs> but you know, like, for people who want to do crafts, we just lost trends. three listeners. What'd you do? <laughs> sorry. Like, Etsy's great. Yeah. Grandma, I'm sorry. Um, and so, uh, so the, yeah, the, so the, the Amy Poehler and Nick Hoffman didn't judge anything. They just was there to kind of like be fabulous together because they fun, are they're yeah. so they're so fun to watch together they have these terrible pun battles oh yeah <laughs> pun battles which are hilarious you just want to hang out with these people you just want to hang out with Nick and Amy and just hang out with them and and, you and do maybe Nick can teach you some woodworking in, right, in yeah. the meantime because the stuff he's made is beautiful you but gotta watch you gotta watch Great British Bake Off because you're describing this model that has been around for what is this, they're in season 10 mm-hmm. you know? yeah, yeah which I actually watched an episode of the Great British Bake Off didn't like it I liked it I liked it I just didn't your face like no one sick. no one got kicked off at the end of like <laughs> I'm, I'm used to like these you want some shows. steaks you maybe said watched, no one got kicked off at least the episode I watched maybe it was like season 1 episode 1 no, or something. Uh, in the very first uh, couple of seasons so in the first like Eight, no, six seasons. I don't know. Uh, they added episodes, so they had enough episodes so that you didn't know if it was a kickoff week or not. Oh. Maybe that's what it was. So but, yeah, like so, like they did this thing, or 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 something like that, where it's just very rarely they were like, "This is good enough that that no." But it got to the point where no, that's not a thing anymore. Yeah. So now it's every episode. You just okay. So I mean, I need to watch more of it. The, the thing, this sounds very American of me, but when I was watching it, I'm like, um, I don't know the metric system that well. <laughs> so the, everything oh is in they kilograms <laughs> and stuff like that. I'm like, I don't I don't understand. What does that mean? You know, they're weighing everything out. I'm like, I know for baking, you want to be very precise. Fair enough. Fair but enough. but cool. I'm like... I'm like, hmm, you know. They didn't even have little no pop-ups m- for you? To like they the, didn't. The, they need, <laughs> they so need for, to translate this into Americanese, yeah. you know. But so for woodworking, you don't need measurements? You don't need Well, you do, but... You, but it's all inches. It's all inches. Like God intended. And, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's all in cubits. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but going back to making it, so it's... Um, 
the, the the crafters are very talented in their, in their own rights, and the, and they're very funny. And Amy and Nick are just wonderful to watch. And like I said, it's only six episodes long; they're an hour each. Um, and it's just it's just delightful to watch these people being very creative, and some of the stuff they come up with is is just amazing. Um, they're very unassuming. These these people not a lot of big egos on the show, which I like because in some of those you know like other shows I watch competition shows it's all about the ego and everyone's mm-hmm. like you know telling how great they are and these people are just having fun they're enjoying it they're being creative they're um, one of them was like yes like I said they had to they had to do like Halloween costume and they had to use these items that that Simon um, brought with them and said you have to use these in your costume it was like right, a feather yeah. duster and like yeah. a loofah and like these metal spring things and they had to come up with a costume they had to have those in the, those elements in there um, so that was a faster craft, make a Halloween costume. Mm-hmm. And then the bigger craft is like you can do whatever holiday you want and do like some holiday display for that. Um, I will say that the end, the last episode, I won't say who won. The last episode was um, they had to create um, a wedding, a wedding, like a background wedding background, display background. for this couple and a, and a wedding gift for them. And they actually um, got married at the end of the yeah, episode. And they got married so. in, <laughs> inside the, wed- the, the winning contestant's backdrop, which was, uh, it was pretty cool. Oh, it was know? very cool, yeah. Yeah, and the, and the did you watch it to the very end, mm-hmm. Russ? So you know who won, and that was yeah. beautiful, Yeah, um, what they created. So, like I said, if you, if, I mean, I like artsy, crafty stuff. I, I'm not very good at it. Um, but I appreciate it when I see it, and I I like the process of actually mm-hmm. the process of creating and and the seeing artists kind of work things right. out and and you know see a problem and then have to like overcome this problem and you know like for the costume this one guy he was like doing this costume he's like this is not working and he like midstream he had to like change mm-hmm. it up and do something different and then he actually won that 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 faster right. crafts thing the thing Sometimes he came up just... with his 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 plan B was. You know, was the winning thing that, but the plan A was he was going to make this cool bat head costume yeah. thing, which has been really cool, but just wasn't working. So I like the scene. I like I like the creative process, and I like watching the creative process. For me, that's 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 uh, I have a lot of joy. Like I like I like watch a lot of like making of documentaries. Like if you get mm-hmm. with a Blu-ray, how do they make this movie? Right, all yeah. the stuff they did mm-hmm. is just it's fascinating for me. All the how they how they did all the stunts. And they make it look so cool. Like I was watching, we were just watching like Iron Man, the first Iron Man. No, no, Iron Man two, um, and they had like a making of, and they talked about you know um, Scarlett Johansson doing all the stunts and, and learning all the stunts and and, and with the stunt creators and, and Iron just, Man two, Scarlett Johansson was in that. Yeah, with uh, she was she was that's when they introduced Black Widow in, in really? Iron Man two. No, yeah. Iron Man, yeah, Iron Man two. It may be. I, I yeah, don't yeah. remember. Oh wow. Yeah, she came in in Iron Man two. Uh, Natasha Romanoff. She was part of that. She was like his assistant. She he didn't know that she I was. I have to go back and watch Iron Man two. But to go to see all the all the stunt creators doing right. all the stunts yeah. and how they did it. That's it's what just, I'll do. Yeah. It's just I love the creative yeah. process. Oh, so good. I like a lot of the background making of documentaries. And this is like a competition. Yeah. Carl, um, Carl and I like watching uh, Face Off, which is on the, sci-fi. It's the it's, uh, John yeah. Travolta Nicholas Cage yes. movie. No. Where yeah. Oh, it's no. so good. They just <laughs> no, watch it's, it over and over. Yeah, over and over again. No, it's a it's a competition show. I think it's on Sci-Fi. Oh um, right, yeah, yeah. They, the makeup one. They do. Yeah. They make they do makeup. Yeah. yeah makeup and all kinds of Custom fantastic made. makeup. Um, you know, right. movie movie ready like monster makeup yeah. and stuff like that. And that that's a great. It's the same thing where somebody but, gets kicked off. But see, at the end. like th- those prompts are more for me. They're more specific than what you're describing. Like, how do you how do you compare? Uh, how do you rate like what's the better, what's the worst if you're like crafting a canoe if they're if they're all good at it, right? If they're if they're all making a costume. Well, that's that's the thing. I think with the time costume. limit, you know, what's it's about the process. About and, the process, and, and the who idea manages, manages their time and their oh, who so gets I, the idea. And whose vision? Whose vision is actually executed the best? Yeah. And how do they use like for that one? How, he gave this, these materials. Who used it the best? And do you, so it's also about the story you tell with yeah. it. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit of it, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll check this out. I'll, right, I'll check this out. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't. I've not checked if it's streaming anywhere or if it's, you can buy. I'm sure you can find it on Amazon Prime if you want to pay for money for it, or if you have like really? FiOS, it might might be in the in your on demand. <laughs> I'm not sure iTunes has it, but meanwhile for free. But and and uh, and it also has been renewed for season two, so they're gonna come back. Yeah, I figured it would with be. another it season good. of it. It was, it was um, fun. It was, a, it was a very yeah. fun show, and it was but but the big draw really was Nick and Amy, right. Nick Offerman and Amy Poehler, just 
they're just so funny and so delightful and and if you I mean if you liked Parks and Rec and you liked their characters they're they're basically the, yeah, they, they <laughs> imbued a lot of their own characters right, yeah. like Ron Swanson is he's a couple shades I was even reading things that ask him if he's a, actually a libertarian like his character he's like nah that doesn't work I'm a free thinking American yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what Nick Offerman says yeah. so, um, he's got such a great dry sense of humor very dry sense of humor yeah but he, and he's so funny because like one of them they had to um, it was like a sports theme and they had to use food and they had to have movement in there and None of the none of the contestants were using meat, and and, and you know he's like I don't I'm glad I'm not a judge because there's no meat in this, so I would immediately you know vote against it. <laughs> and then the other guy, the last guy they they saw, he had like this, all this meat and cheese. He's like. Nick Offerman's like, I'm, I'm going to need a minute. I'm going to need the room for a minute. You know? <laughs> so, it's very, it's very funny. I mean, they have a lot of personality, you know. But, but some oh, of the, no. some of the stuff, I mean, is very challenging. And then some of the stuff they come up with is just, yeah, it's just beautiful. amazing. These amazing crafts. And um, the person who won, I thought, was amazing. Yeah. And and that's the person I wanted to win. Right. So Me too. Yeah, I'm sure so glad. Not that even are bad. I just no, thought that I liked. Yeah. I the like level that person the story and everything. I just don't have a lot of time anymore because you know I'm I'm watching the making of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> right? So. You get through the appendices? <laughs> wow, that is a. I have not even gotten through the appendices for the, all the Blu-rays on that. We just did finish. Finally, watch. We did a, a Lord of the Rings extended expanded edition watch through. We just got done with um, Return of the King, which was like four hours long. Mm-hmm. I was like, woo! Yeah, making of is, is two days. Um, oh, I bet. For each one, right? <laughs> and like, then you got to rewatch it with the commentaries. With the commentaries. The multiple and commentaries. Like, yeah, there's like three oh, commentaries for each one of them. Worth every second. Right. All right, well, those are our likes. Uh, we're going to take a short break. I'll play some music. I have no idea what we're going to play this week. I haven't even thought about it. But probably based on something we've said or whatever, something that will spark my mind. We'll take a short break, and we'll come back with our dislikes. Come on, baby, now. Let me look at you. Talk about yourself Try to tell the truth I could stay up half the night Trying to crack your code I could stay up half the night But I'd rather hit the road On the night that I met you I was on the town On the night that I met you I just wanna know Okay, we're back, and uh, and and the dislikes we go in reverse order. So I just gotta say, I love that music. Gosh, so good, good. That was so good, very inspiring, right? Very inspiring. It makes you want to go do something today, <laughs> even if that's sitting on the couch or watch television. It's very or inspiring. To the podcast. Yeah. Um, all right, so we go in reverse order. So I'll start, um, and my dislike is um, I saw. Well, it's kind of a like and dislike. I saw the Predator yesterday. And I had high hopes for it because going back to the original, you know, 1987. So there's a, there's a new Predator movie? There's a new Predator. It's called The Predator. Okay. Um, it actually references those other movies. Okay. Um, but it's kind of a hot mess. And that was my that's my dislike. Does it take place in, like, current it's times? It's in current times. Okay. It's got Keegan-Michael yeah. Key, right? It's yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. So yeah. They, it, it has a... The cast, it was pretty good. I mean, they were pretty... Um, right. the, the main guy... Quinn McKenna, which is a totally made up name. I was like, oh, gosh, what a made up name for that movie. Quinn McKenna. I hate when they use unrealistic um, names in my Is the actor who was uh, the bad guy in Logan. I I can look up his name, but I'm not. Bad guy in Logan, got it. But he's he's the good guy in this. He's like the main, you know, he's he's plays a Did he have a robot hand? Not have a robot hand. Okay. They didn't know neck tattoos either. That's cool. But so the good cast got. Uh, Olivia Munn, it's got Keegan Michael Key, it's got Thomas Jane, um, it's got Sterling Sterling Cooper from like This Is Us, mm-hmm. and um, uh, wasn't he the narrator in like Black Panther? I think. I think so. I think I did at the beginning yeah. of it. Or narrator in some movie you just watched. I can't remember which movie. Anyway, get a good voice, yeah. good actor, but a hot mess of a movie, a hot mess of a story, and things that you're like, when they finally get the reveal of what's going on, you're like. Well, that doesn't make sense at all. Like, what did all this stuff happen before that? If this is the reason why this predator mm-hmm. is on Earth, none no. of the, the last part we just watched makes any mm-hmm. sense. 
Wait, wait. At, at which point are you talking about? Is this when, like when, you... when they introduce the new, the bigger guy? Yes. That right. So in the tra- I thought that was the point. Like even in the trailer, they give that to you, where it's like, "This is the predator. He's here. We got to beat this predator." And then there's a bigger one who comes. Right. But the why that smaller predator was was here on Earth is for that for a reason. And then when they reveal it, it's like, well, then all of the stuff that happened before that doesn't make any sense. All right. It's one of those. Let's throw that plot point yeah, in there yeah. because... And there's other stuff. And the yeah. editing is really choppy. Really choppy editing. You're going from this to this to this and it doesn't make any sense. And you're... Even the the characters like Keegan-Michael Key and Thomas Jane and some of the... They play like this army... A bunch of like... Not army. Soldiers. Mm-hmm. Um, who are like going to like this... The, going to like the... Um, for better term, psych ward. You know, they're all been deemed, you know, not fit for duty. And they're being taken to like, okay. this psychiatric hospital... Military psychiatric hospital, but then where where they end up? Where this it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. You're watching like what, mm-hmm. <laughs> what? And even the whole like introduction of the characters is like <clears throat> very bad storytelling. It's like very exposition heavy. This is my name, and this is what I did, and this is why I'm here, and then this like, guy. Tell me, this is why, show me. This is why he's well, you here. You don't have time because he's gonna die in five <laughs> minutes. <laughs> but then why do they go? <laughs> because you know, they want you to care about him when he dies. So, they don't give yeah. They want so, you to know why he can pull but it was his like gun they, so quickly. They really want you to care about the care about them, so they spend an, an enormous. Uh, I hate it, movies it, like it, that. So much time <laughs> trying to get you to care about them, and you're like, no. But then, then you're like, why are they there? Why are they there for you know? They had to get them from point A to point B, but why are they going to point B? Because point B is not where they'd be taking right. them in any logical storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, and Shane Black is, is a, um, the, the, the director who I've liked his other movies he's done. Um, like The Nice Guys, you ever see that with Russell Crowe? I love that movie. He, that was him, that's Shane Black. So he's made some good movies, but this was just a hot mess of a movie. And So at any point does someone say, get to the chopper? Yes, they do. Okay, okay well then, it's well, then I'm going to fall. It's, it's not get to the chopper, it's get to the choppers. Yeah. Uh, motorcycles. Yeah. Woofty. Okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. So you're like, oh, okay, I get it, yeah. You had to have that line, you threw it in do there. Do they eat yeah. that guy? Do they kill that yeah. guy? <laughs> he doesn't survive. Just okay, all right, well then, spoiler. then we're good. Then not we're good. We solved that problem. <laughs> so they... Uh, Yvonne Strahovski, I forget her name. She's from Chuck. You know, she was Chuck and I think it's Handmaid's Tale now. She was in it. So there's a lot of good actors in this. I, here's my one like. It's rated R, so it's very bloody. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if you're going to show me a Predator movie... It's got to be. you got to be bloody. We were talking about that last episode with, with Andrew and I about the Meg. I'm like, okay, you have this 80-foot shark and, and they make it a PG-13 movie? Come on, man. I yeah. want to see some people bitten, bitten half and arms and limbs flying. I did like, like I will say, I did like what they did with uh, Dwight from The Office. Yeah, I didn't see it, so, but I just, I just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he just, he just like bears, beats giant sharks. And, <laughs> yeah. Boom, so, so that's why I, I never saw The Meg, because I was like, well, why don't they make it an R-rated movie? Come on, you got a shark movie, you want to make it bloody, and because yeah. it's fake blood, right. and you t- take, take a little bit of... Was The Predator better than Predator 2? Um, yes. Okay, well... It's better than Predator 2, but it's been so long, you're like, that's not, that's not the, the that's not the, the, the bar you want to beat, all right? <laughs> <laughs> that's not, you should try to, I'm going to make a better movie than Predator 2. What? No, that's, that's your goal. You want a movie that stands with the original Predator, right? They call it Predator than The Predator. They have a funny thing about why why the the, the, the name of the predator for what it really is is a totally misnomer because it's more of a, a hunter and a trophy hunter. Mm-hmm. They're like, why well, it's not a predator. Predators kill to eat and stuff like that. He's just killing for sport. He's a hunter. And they're like, yeah, yeah, but predator sounds cooler. Wait a second. That they, was a, that was a lot. They identify it themselves as calling it the predator. No, no, the the people. Uh, in the movie, the 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 humans uh-huh. call this thing. Yeah, the they call they call it the predator. We call it the predator. But wow, it hunts for yeah. sport. They say you should call it the hunter. Like, oh, the predator sounds cooler. It does. That's <laughs> exactly. It's it so kind of a cooler, kind of a funny name. So there's a whole thing in that a whole kind of like comic trope, mm-hmm. you know, or a bit about that. Okay. Not a trope, but a bit about the name of the predator. The so, trope is identifying the audience is right there. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. Right. Like, so look, we're self-aware. Yeah. Okay. So therefore, a great movie. Yeah. If they were more self-aware. 
But I don't know. It would have been better. <laughs> but it's just a, it's just a hot mess movie. You watch it going. Would you watch? The Predator, the comedy. Would you watch that? Would you watch? If the, it was a the, little more, I don't know. If they did it better, yeah, you know, yeah, you, yeah. I mean, there were some comedic elements in want, this. You know, some of the lines, some of them fell really flat though. Some of the comedy lines, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I see what they're trying to do. Trying to make that funny. Mm-hmm. Did not work. work. <laughs> not work at all. You just swung in a miss there, buddy. But but all that I could forgive it if it was a good like logical storytelling and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But it was just. Yeah, it's just a hot mess. That's what it was. And you're watching it going, yeah, that was disappointed. Kind of like what you talked about in the last episode with some of the movies like Skyscraper and The Meg and Kin. I, I talked about that. It's like so much potential, but just told hot mess, you know. And yep. mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering for a good action, you know, movie that, you know, you have a lot of fun for, and you can you can forgive some of the logical inconsistencies right, if yeah. it's a really good storytelling and kind of, you know, inventful, but this was none of that kind of thing. And so I could not forgive any of the logical inconsistencies <laughs> because those are the things that bug me the most. Yep. Right. Yeah. So that's my dislike is, okay. is the new movie, The Predator. The Predator, got it. All Fresh right. take because it's hot take because this came out as of recording mm-hmm. today. It just came out yesterday. There you go. Dang, okay. Well, I... Uh, have a dislike, and it is. I I prefaced it earlier. It's a uh, uh, movie pass. Now I know uh, a lot of people don't like movie pass, but uh, I I let me tell you a story. <laughs> tell uh, us a story. About a little over a year ago, my my wife and I were hanging out with some friends, uh, and our friends said, "Okay, so we don't." pay to see movies that often and mm-hmm. I, and we my wife and i we get went to this discount like on tuesdays we go see discount movies right. mm-hmm. yeah i love going to see movies right um and like i would go sometimes i would go with my card because i have the regal card mm-hmm. the amc card i mean here let me show you my wallet oh, <laughs> this is for radio here we go there's my wallet and here's so you're the mind okay so here's what I this is a movie pad this is a regal yeah. card this is a yeah. stubs card this mm-hmm. is an rc theater card wow where's that at <laughs> where that is that he at? does in, in fact the, have a lot of movie we have cards. the i pick theater <laughs> member card okay so i like to go see mm-hmm. movies uh-huh. right and I've had these for a while. Here's the thing. Um, I first went into this. They were like, oh, you can see one movie a day. Okay, right. Right. And and pay the price of one movie. Essentially, yeah. Yeah, you pay, for... you pay $9.99 or $9.95 or whatever. A month, right? You pay $10 yeah. and you see a month and you see one movie a day. To which I said... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I will do that, and... It sounds too good to be true. Right, so I would even use my cards. I would use the bonus cards. So I'd be right. getting popcorn, everything yeah, yeah. free. I'd come into the theater with, like, three popcorns and a drink, because I had all the... the right. Well. And I would see every bad movie right. that mm-hmm. came out, which you could, I enjoyed. I would sit there yeah. alone, uh-huh. just alone in the theater... No one else wanted to see this. It didn't give you a chance to take risks on movies you would see. Some of them were bad, and yes. some of them were like, I would never see that movie yeah. before, yeah. Really and it was good. great. Yeah. One of those movies that I, I got to go see was Game Night. You remember Game yes. Night? Yes, hilarious. But that movie was awesome. I don't know that I would have paid to go see right. that yeah. after having seen whatever other Marvel movie came out around the same time. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so, I would see it, like, all the time. I would see it once a week, if not twice a week. Uh, then they started doing this. They started restricting it. Oh yeah, because uh, they are losing so <laughs> much money. <laughs> they were like, they're like, we're gonna give away movies for free. And yeah, well, everybody like, told their friends, and uh, like yeah, me, yeah. they joined it exploded. Up. Yeah, and and I get that. And so here's here's what I did. Here's what I did. I was I explained to my wife. Look, well, yeah, they started restricting it heavily. Now you, now you could only see one movie. Um, within certain times right. frames, you could see all the movies right. you want to see. Like the A list was like I know right. when Mission Impossible so, Fallout. I so think the, that was a fallout right. of Movie Pass. Was yeah. Mission Impossible Fallout because they're like, no, you can't see that with Movie Pass. That yes. we're gonna lose too much money on yes. that. You know? Well, we saw it anyway. Okay, yeah, but college college humor did a great video on Movie Pass. You can, you oh, I need to it. watch that. Now. Gotta watch it. It's just from the perspective of the CEO of Movie Pass. Uh huh. Phenomenal. But link to it. <laughs> we will link. Okay, good. Um, but watch it first. It might have some exploders. But um, <laughs> all right, <laughs> it is college humor. Warning: not for sensitive ears. <laughs> right. But uh, so the initial thing that they do is they say, okay, so certain times you can't go, uh, and then they would say, okay, you also have to do ticket verification. Ticket verification is so annoying. You get your ticket, you take mm-hmm. a picture of it. Right. Uh, but 
the thing that I liked about Movie Pass originally is that if I go to a Showtime and they don't have the Showtime I asked for, mm-hmm. that that's okay. I can just at that moment while I'm at the theater right. pay for a different Showtime. Mm-hmm. You don't have the luxury of choosing your ticket in advance from home, like right. looking at what mm-hmm. time you have to like, be within a certain. You have to be within a hundred yards, right? A hundred the yards of the theater. Okay, so I'm in there. I choose it when I'm at my in the in the parking lot, and mm-hmm. I walk in, and then I find that it's sold out, and I have to cancel my reservation, or which is what I would do. I would just buy it anyway and take a picture of a different time, mm. and they they I I there's no way that they have the staff to even look right. at their ticket verification. Right. But it's not exactly what I agreed to. It then went to, here's where it gets fun, you can only watch, like there's premium shows, like you said, Mission Impossible. So the way to get around that is you ask the clerk, do you have a ticket, you buy your ticket to, um, you know, Slender Man, which I was going to go see, I was. <clears throat> just because I watch all bad movies right, right. that come out mm-hmm. all. Right. So you said don't watch The Predator the other day to me and I or, or you know, yesterday to me, you were like, Don't watch The Predator and I said I would have. <laughs> I would have. You right. were telling me so I won't, but I would have. I'm still like right now I'm like mm, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I get I get right. So anyway. Well I'll I'll tell you an alternative that I I did. Oh, what do you do? I do. I have AMC A list because I would go to AMC movies mostly, anyways, because the, right. it's the closest theater to us. AMC is just right down the road for us, like less than a mile, and get in five minutes. Mm-hmm. So AMC kind of to compete with Movie Pass, and they they guarantee their price for a year. Um, they have this thing called AMC A list. It's twice as much as nineteen ninety five a month, and you can see three movies a week. Three movies a week. Three movies a week. But here's the draw: IMAX, Dolby, doesn't matter. Three D. I don't know if there's any 3D movies coming out anymore, but you, you, all of those are good. You don't have no. to pay an extra surcharge to see a movie in IMAX. Like I saw The Predator in IMAX <laughs> yesterday, and I didn't have to pay extra for it, and it was mm. like, okay, I'll do this. So I go Ooh, to AMC right. anyways, Ooh. and you can use your AMC stubs. It's all Ooh. connected. You get points. Well, I use my AMC stubs anyway. The only way, the only time you can't use your AMC stubs is at the counter. But right. You go right. to the, the, you get it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So finish your yeah, uh, movie finish pass. Your story. Yeah, sorry. So sorry. movie pass. So, okay. So you can get around this. I dislike that this is a part of my character. Right? Yeah, yeah. My yeah. dislike here is that my personality says, no, I'm not going to get gypped today. Yeah. Uh, I am going to go and watch this movie I decided to watch. So you hit your... They also do the thing where you can't watch the same movie twice. Right. That's nuts. Why right. can't I watch right, the same right. movie twice? Which doesn't matter. Right. So in any case, uh, they, they said it was, oh, so you you know you can watch more... No, it's not. Anyway. Um I get to the theater, I buy the ticket that I wanted to, and when they want my ticket verification, I go to the lady at the counter and I say, I need a ticket verification. I just explain the thing. Uh-huh. Just just boldly go, yeah. right, I need a ticket to take a picture of for this time. And they go, sure. And they give you a ticket, you take a picture, <laughs> you hand it back to them, and that's <laughs> ticket verification. Wow. Okay. And I was just so proud, and then also so just disappointed in myself. <laughs> just what a tragedy. Yeah. I also I I won't admit to that I did this. So I did. I may or may not have on Tuesdays when they have the dual movie nights. Yeah. Uh, at like the half price uh-huh. half price movie. Uh, I, I may or may not pay for both me and my wife to go see <laughs> a film only because. MoviePass doesn't communicate with their theaters, right, so they right. have no idea what the price is right. for movies. Yes. Uh, and they took so they did take away ticket verification, which I'm happy about. But one thing that they did add on is that you can only see three movies a month. And oh yeah. So now I can only see six movies a month. That's just how it goes. Uh, I mean, I can only so, see three movies in quotations a month. Yeah. So, but like I said, if you like still like seeing movies, and if you Cinemark also does one of those. Do they? Okay, so. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I, I mm-hmm. when, with Movie Pass, I was starting to go to United Artists. On uh, it's a little farther away. Right now, every seat there is like all the seats are like you know the ones that go back and recline and stuff like so that. You have to reserve it. So you have to reserve it. With, but I would you know, and so there's less seats and all that. Mm-hmm. But but I, I AMC is just so stinking close to us. So I was like, you know what? I canceled my Movie Pass membership. You canceled I, it. I canceled it. I was like, this is not worth it anymore. Well, so then I went to A list. So nineteen ninety five. I see three movies a week. I can see Dolby. I can see IMAX. 
you know, you can reserve it. In, it you don't have to be at the theater. You can reserve it at home. You can scroll Oof. through and say, I'm going to make a reservation for tomorrow. And this is what I'm going to see. At the seat? At the seat or no? No, in my house. I can. No, res- but you get to but you get to choose your seat or no? Well, for the IMAX and Dolby, you have to choose yeah, your seat. It depends. A day in advance. I can do that a day in advance. I can choose my seat. I can choose the thing. And you're not paying extra for it. I'm not paying any extra for it. $19.95 a month. You can see three movies a week. I tell you, I talk to my wife. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I go to AMC anyways. That's my preferred theater. Cause well, because of because of because of the convenience of it. Well, yeah. AMC is a little far. We we don't yeah. go to Laurel. We like Laurel is right next to our house, and we don't go there because they have twelve seats per theater. Like, <laughs> well, that's that's what the, the Snowden River one is also. So. Right, you go in there yeah. and you go. Oh, okay, so I wanted to see anything, and you don't yeah. have. <laughs> right. Okay. So, like, I'm already, I was already AMC stub members. I was like, you know, the gold status or something like that. So, I'm like, you know, I'll just go to A list and I'll see three movies a week. <clears> and, and so, you still have a, a little bit of flexibility. Like, will I, will I take a chance on this movie? Probably, because, you know, three movies a week. It's been a while since I used my stubs card because I've been going to Cinemark every time now. Yeah. Oh, that's the, over there at uh, Rondo Mills, right? Yeah, that's right. That's the Egyptian. Yeah. When that came out, when that first came out, that was pristine and it was, everyone went there, but. Now that now that the, the AMC is so close to, yeah, to, to here in Columbia, it's just, I don't know. They pack that house every day. Yeah, <laughs> that house. They have a lot of right. seats too. They have so many seats at that theater. Right. So like every every theater has fifty to a hundred yeah. seats. Right. Right. So right, you're, right. you're like, all right. I mean, the chances yeah. are pretty high. I'm going to get a seat here. Right. Uh, I just felt like the quality of everything about. Um, Arundel Mills kind of went down a lot, Ooh. like especially with the casino in there now. It's a little, it's a little seedier now. Like, they have a the, great casino. Actually, the hotel that's next. To, I mean, either the hotel <laughs> that's next. It's three or it's like four floors. It's just crazy yeah, yeah. huge. The hotel that they built on top of it has a presidential suite, or I don't know what they call it, but they have like their honeymoon suite on the top floor. It's got like a balcony. Mm-hmm. And just like this open, it's I, it looks like a storefront on top of the building, wow. which just opens out. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea what that thing is. I think I probably have a pool. I don't know. I'm sure it's really classy. Right. Um, so yeah, I like I, I said, I've been around the mills. But so there you go. That's your. I'll oh, maybe I'll turn it into movie pass. I even I canceled my movie pass straight to my card. It's yeah. done. I'm done with it. So yeah, like I said, those restrictions got way too much. Mm. And then uh, what you didn't mention one thing is like so some of the shows, some of the showings were premium. You had to pay an additional charge. Like two or four dollars. They on, took that away too. Yeah, but for a while there was like they're adding all the stuff because they're losing so much mm-hmm. money, and now yeah, because that three movies a, a, well, a month. Well, I'm gonna so. I'm gonna ride their I'm gonna ride, ride their, their burning roller coaster yeah. again. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna stand on the ashes and be like, I got my money's worth. <laughs> I mean, for for what I for how long I had it, I think I got my money's worth for what I, the movies I saw. And honestly, three movies a month or three movies a month. Yeah. Uh, is enough for me. Yeah. My wife and I, we go see movie nights every week. I mean, there's not so... What I realized, and this is what I realized, is that quickly I ran out of material to watch. So I was watching... Sometimes yeah. I'd watch two movies, and I was like, hmm? I almost didn't make it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so now, the three movies a month thing, I, they didn't change my price. Uh, one time they offered us eight ninety nine. Okay. And we took it, and then they said, oh, no, no, it's too late. Mm. And we were like... What? There <laughs> yeah. wasn't a, there wasn't a this, time limit. It seems like they're they're really kind of like backpedaling yeah. and doing all this kind of stuff. So I, I I gave up on them. So I understand that. That's my dislike. Movie pass. Movie pass. You can pass on it. <laughs> pass on movie pass. Don't pass on the movies. Don't pass, pass on, on movie pass. Just pass on half. All right. So my dislike is Take that, us home, Russ. Is that there's um there are all these movies that I hear about but then I don't see and then once I see it I was like why haven't I seen this yet this is a great movie you work too much Russ I know <laughs> case, in, you? case in point a 2008 movie where five letter title where Liam Neeson plays a father with a particular set of skills whose daughter disappears and he goes to the ends yeah. of the earth to get her back and were you taken he, by the plot of that movie no no <laughs> I'm, of course, talking about Ponyo. Ponyo. <laughs> Ponyo. So Liam Neeson is... Oh, is he the voice of Ponyo? He's the voice... He's not the voice of Ponyo. Ponyo is the daughter who gets oh, right, disappeared. Right. He's the voice of the fish. He's, he's the, uh, like, wizard of the sea or something Oh, like wizard that. of the sea. So, but when I watched this movie, I'm like, wait, what year did this movie come out? 2008. That's when Taken came out. 
This is the same role for Liam Neeson. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. He's a wizard who has a particular set of skills, and he's trying to get his daughter back. So, anyway. When did you see Ponyo? I we saw it about a month ago. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, I, I had not seen I've even seen Ponyo a yeah. long time ago, and I don't really like that much Japanese anime. So. And I've actually seen that before you. That's very surprising. Yeah, so a good Miyazaki movie. Um you know, Studio Ghibli, all that stuff, or Ghibli, I don't know how you pronounce it. But uh, it's uh, actually pronounced Ghibli. Ghibli. Giblets. Giblets. But <laughs> it's basically it's basically the story of... This is stuff inside the turkey yes. pull out. Yeah. Yeah. This is Studio Ghibli. Oh, man. Great. Uh, <laughs> but this, this film is, it's The Little Mermaid, basically, you know, so it's, uh, but... So now it's taken and the Little, and Little Mermaid. Mermaid, exactly. Uh-huh. So, but no, it's a it's a fun family film. Uh, we enjoyed it, yeah. but I just like that Liam Neeson is playing the same role. <laughs> but also that it took you this long, eight, ten years right, to, to see to this see movie. it. That's yes. that's why I just which I'm surprised. Thing. That's very surprising. I thought you guys yeah. did like those like even like get a bunch of the movies and watch like marathons of them. You're, your family, because your daughter's like. My daughter was going to say, yeah, first, the, yeah. She is. Miss, but like, we just hadn't future gotten anime, around right? to this one, yeah. So, um, oh but now that we've seen it, so no, <laughs> my yeah, my my here, my problem with that one is uh, they are still making Studio Ghibli films without Miyazaki, mm-hmm. but uh, they're not great. There's an option yeah. for Studio Ghibli. There's, a, there's one that's called uh, and like my my students. Anime's big, mm-hmm. right? It's right, yeah. super big for this for this. Uh, high school generation, they really love it, even though it stinks, man. Oh, it's so bad. There's one that's called uh, the the Witch's Flower or whatever, Mary and the Witch's Flower, okay. or something like that. I haven't seen it. Boy, oh boy. It. <laughs> First off, it's uh, it's like it's just a retelling of other Miyazaki mm. films, but without Miyazaki. So, what happened to Miyazaki? Did he die or did he get kicked out of the studio or did he like just, just? No, it's just an offshoot. They just they. But the he's still. He's, but why he's, he's just done with the studio? He's probably still making. He's made, last one that I remember him making. I, I know that he's made one since. The last one I remember is I think Grave of the Fireflies. Is that Miyazaki? <sighs> That's like the one. That's one of my favorite movies ever. That destroys me every time I watch it. Yeah, yeah, that's the one you want to watch. You want to cry. Right. Oh my god. Desperately want to be sad. You can just do it in seconds. You go. Why put on the Grave of the Fireflies? Fantastic film, though. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So, but he's he's out. I don't know. But we don't know why. Okay. So well, he's starting a podcast. Okay. It's called Irony Pumping. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. That's your dislike. That's my dislike, yeah. All right. Well, I think this wraps up another episode of the Pumping Irony Podcast. We thank you for listening. Please go and help us out. You can go to iTunes, uh, where you can rate and review us. Um, that helps get other people to, uh, to, to to find it if if they can. You can go to our Facebook page and like us there and make comments and go to our website and follow us on Twitter, all that kind of stuff. We don't have an Instagram because, I don't know. This seems weird to do an Instagram for a podcast. I'm going to take pictures of a mic. I don't know. I'm take pictures of us recording. I don't know. I don't know what to take pictures of. I'm not a big Instagram guy. Take pictures so. of the dog, man. We could have taken pictures of all of Mike's cards. Oh, all uh, of Mike's cards. Yeah, yeah, maybe we should do that. So, <laughs> But hey, until next time, we're hopefully um, we, maybe one day we'll get the whole band back together and Andrew will be with us next time. But thank you, Mike, for joining us. Yeah, I loved um, it. And we had fun doing this, and we hope you had fun listening to us. So we'll, we'll, until next time, I'm Tim. I'm Ross. I'm Mike. See ya. Bye. We're living in the future. So shout